Welcome to What's Happening in 40K. Your daily dose of all things Warhammer 40,000. Each day, Monday through Friday, we explore the Warhammer 40,000 tournament scene. And bring you the latest news, updates, and opinions. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a newcomer to the hobby, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us as we delve into the world of 40K. Here's your host, Mufasa. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, and today we are going to be doing another quick admin solo episode where we do some updates on the King of Ninth tournament circuit, which of course is our ranking circuit that brings together all the events UKTC event company has been running over the course of ninth edition, and creates a ranking circuit for them which comprises of eight events so for most people over the last couple of years they will have attended maybe eight maybe nine maybe ten events and they take this takes their best eight puts them together into a single ranking system so it goes beyond the last year which is obviously what the uktc ranking circuit measures as well as the itc obviously measures the same thing but january to january and this is much broader because it has larger amount of events counted but it's also much broader because it goes over the entirety of the edition. Now, for everyone that missed it, COVID happened at the beginning of the ninth edition, so it was a edition with a bit of a slow start. But that being said, it's had a rapid ending. And now we are getting to 10th. There are a couple of events still to go in the rankings, but before we get to those, we'll do a quick overview of what's going on right now. So in the King of Ninth at present, we currently have Vic VJ leading, David Gaylard in second, Mike Porter in third, Nassim Fushane in fourth, Manny Chime in fifth, Brian Seep in sixth, Conrad in seventh, Brody in eighth, Nicholas Willingale in ninth, and Paul Bridge in tenth. Now, all of those players have eight out of events scored, and you have to go some way down the rankings before you get to players that have not been to eight events in the last season. So, for example, we have in... 43rd place Alex Harrison with the first of the seven out of eight but actually he's obviously a high scorer more generally speaking so there's only a couple in the top 100 and you really are into the sort of 300 400s before you find people that are routinely not getting eight scores in which is really helpful it shows us that of course the uh, UK TC scene we generally have lots of very proactive players everyone around the sort of 300 to 400 player mark but today we're not going to go and deep dive into those top players because I think they'll just be vying for the uh, rest of the top 10 spots throughout the rest of the season and the rest of the edition of course what we're more interested in today is the faction rankings because what we will be doing at the end of the edition is another award ceremony so for those of you that didn't catch the UKTC award ceremony this year this is going to be basically an awards system broken down by region and by faction so anyone that is anywhere can win something so for example you can win best general in the northeast if you're from say newcastle and you've been smashing it or edition and uh, you could also win say best adeptus soritaris or however that one is pronounced and that's where we'll begin so in first place for sisters at the moment we have mitch beard of sister act fame we also have aiden brocklehurst in second and alex jins in third now, we'll only be doing one award for each of these uh, factions, but for example, if uh, Alex, who is currently in third, has a really good showing at the uh, Bristol 
super major coming up, then he may very well jump to the top of those rankings. So it is very much all to play for, particularly when, you know, for example, in this one, in fifth place, we have Peter Dunlay with only three out of four scores in for his sister's score. So if Peter comes along to Bristol, or for example, the Birmingham Teams tournament in a couple of weeks, and places really well, he can very much still jump up to get the uh, best sisters at the King of Ninth circuit. And that's going to be the case also for the best in regions. A little bit more on that before we go through the rest of the factions. But the best of regions is basically what happens if you go onto Wikipedia and you search regions in the UK. So, for example, it's Northeast, East Midlands, West Midlands, East of England, Southeast, Southwest. London has its own one. Scotland has one. Um, Wales, Northern Ireland. So basically everything in the UK broken down to around a sort of 5 million-ish player mark. Um, so very much still a prestigious award if you win Best Player in Wales or Best Player in you know West Midlands, then you are competing against a number of million of other people if everyone played 40k. Now, of course, that's not the case, but it's still a prestigious award given how dense and competitive the UK scene is overall. Okay, moving on. After Sisters, we, of course, have Adeptus Astartes. They've been very strong for a long time now, but not for the whole of Ninth Edition. And this gentleman has been doing very well with them throughout the whole edition. We have Nassim Fushane in first, Chris Patterson in second, and Brian Seep with only three scores in third. So Brian, if he goes back to uh, Space Marines, very much take that top spot off Nassim. Custodius, we have Jamie Balcombe, followed by Oliver Wheeler and Tom Moynihan in third. Custodius again, one of those factions that was strong at the beginning of the edition. I remember a large number of people taking them to LVO a couple of games ago and uh, very much falling off that curve. So this um, faction may be indicative of some others we're about to get to where some of those players built that top score early in the edition, but for anyone that's still hanging on, maybe a faction specialist, they might still be able to come through and update their scores with a higher placing overall in their faction rankings. Next up to Mechanicus. We have Adam Watson, Malik, and Alex Petford. That's in first, second, and third. And, of course, Malik and Alex, both strong players, but currently only with two out of four uh, scores in. So that one, again, very much all up for change. If somebody wants to come bring their Mechanicus out of retirement for Bristol and Birmingham teams, you know, very much a case of still coming first, second, or third there. Next up, we have Guard. We have Mark Chowdhury, Ryan Cook, and Robert and uh, Callum Glenn. Big pardon in first, second, third. Again, this is a faction that's only recently got good, so not some of those top names that have moved over to that faction are not placing well because they haven't got all four out of four scores. So it's great to see some, you know, some faction specialists have been playing that all edition still up there in first, second, third. Then on to Asurani, we have Brody followed by Conrad, followed by Mark Vickery. Blood Angels, we have Chris Patterson, followed by Matt Charles and Craig Pendleton. Chaos Demons, we have Haida from Team Iceland, who's been playing Slanesh recently, followed by Sean Plant and Byron Sidhu. Chaos Knights, we have Peter Duff, followed by Pierre Alexandre Hughes-Daly. Quadruple world name there, well done, Pierre. And uh, Ben Hampshire coming in third. Chaos Space Marines, we have Lay Churchworld, David Irving, and Jack Bayman. Dark Angels, we have Ben Pritchard, Jack Downing, and Manny Chima. Dark Mechanicus, of course, we have zero. Death Guard, Alan Davidson, followed by Jamie East and Stuart McIntyre. Death Watch, Michael Costello, followed by Jonathan Partridge and Phil Roebuck. Jukari, Julio Cesar Giamonde, followed by Simon Miller and Manny Chima. Eldar Corsairs is, again, a zero. And then on to Forces of the Hive Mind. Malik 
I mean, Rubio definitely trying to work his way into a lot of these rankings with the variety of armor he's played throughout the edition. And then Liam Warswick, followed by Michael Boyle. On to GSC, we've got Nicholas Willingale, followed by Tom Lohman and Malik Amin Rubio. On to Grey Knights, we have Jay Seabrum, who won it last year for the UKTC faction specialist. He won uh, the Grey Knights and the Dark Angels last year. This year, Dark Angel is a bit more competitive, but Jay is still ahead on the Grey Knights. And then he is followed by Jose Kano and I want to say Eildunstein Sigurdsson. I'm guessing he's from Iceland too. Well done, Eildunstein. Uh, Harlequins, we have Mike Porter, followed by Ryan Williams and then Ben Pierce. Imperial Agents, not one score listed to come on, come on, someone bring the army of assassins. We all want to see it. Next up, Imperial Knights, Sid Sidhu, followed by Jay Middlecoat and Lewis Elms. Corn, we have just one with Alex Cable. Leagues of Voltan, James Shapiro with William Jones and Seb DC Morgan following him. On to Necrons, we've got Mark Crumbleholm, currently the King of Night for Necrons, followed by Dennis Nebuchadnezzar and Dick Vanderhurst. Nurgle, we have John Luch, followed by Vincent Chan. Orcs, we have Paul Martin, followed by Ethan Richards and Jack Tight. Renegades and Heretics, again, another non-faction that BCP still keep listening. Well done, BCP. Slow Nash, we have Ben Wordsworth, followed by George Twyman. Giles Drinkwater coming in third. And Space Orcs, we have Chris Radford, followed by Edmund Dimont. Dion Jarvis coming in third. Tau, we have Kyle Grundy, followed by Felix and then Brian Seep. And then Thousand Sons, we have Jake Wilstrop, Gillian Botball, and Simon Wakeling. Getting near to the end now, Tyranids, Nathan Whitbread, David Gaylord, and Paul Bridge. Terzinch, we have Tom Roberts, followed by William Jones, and then Pete Armstrong in third. And Yunari, we have Ben Jones, Julius Pattensteiner, and Margaret Robinson. So well done, all of you guys. This is not fixed yet, so believe it or not, I did say most of those names, and we'll have to repeat different ones in the award ceremony that we will do in a couple of weeks after Bristol. Uh, Bristol, of course, expected to be the last super major of ninth edition in the world. And, of course, we have the team's event in Birmingham in a couple of weeks, which will also be contributing to King of Ninth rankings. So very much still all up to play for. There are tickets available to both of those events. So if you want to come along to Bristol, grab a ticket now. It's going to be a great event. We've got this fantastic new venue just outside the city centre with tons of parking, Premier Inn right around the corner, and I believe it's a 10-minute Uber into downtown, so that's going to be a great way to send off the edition, and we will crown our King of Night at that event. And Birmingham Teams, of course, is right around the corner. If you haven't got a team ticket yet and you do have a team, then please bring one along. Um, it is getting close to selling out. We are up to about 350 players across the different teams now. And uh, it's looking like we'll probably have to cap that in a week or so. So if you haven't got your team's ticket for Birmingham yet, please get one. And if you have not got a team and you would still like to come, please send us an email. You can send us an email at warhammertournaments at gmail.com and let us know if we have enough of you that we can make up a Merc team, then we will do so. And if we don't have enough of you to make up a Merc team or you all play the same army, so that wouldn't be practical, let us know anyway, and we'll see if we can run a uh, eight-player RTT or maybe, you know, 12, depending on how many people we have for that. So if you don't have a team, you are still welcome to come along and play some 40K at the Birmingham Super Major, but it just might not be in the uh, format the majority of people are playing there. So, yeah, come along if you want to play in an RTT or if you're up for being mixed together with some or some other mercenaries that will make a spare team. 
We also have launched UKTC.events. This is our new website, and over the course of the next couple of months, we will be migrating all our functions and uh, 40K-related content and everything like that over to that website. It's currently live now for most things, so if you are listening to this and you're a Sigma player, congrats for getting this far. Um, but for 40K players, we're going to be moving all of our 40K stuff over to there over the next couple of months. The idea being that it is going to be the home for all UKTC-related stuff and uh, is more game system agnostic because as we've been growing we've had more and more requests to be doing stuff for other game systems and while we will still be running our awesome 40k large super majors you're going to be in and about lots of other game systems which should hopefully bring some of that lgt magic to our super majors around the country and speaking of the lgt we are also getting close to that one uh, we're about a few months out and up to about 700 tickets sold. So tracking still to beat that 1,000 mark, but don't sit on your laurels. We do need you to keep buying tickets. If you've not got one yet and you are going to come, it is better to buy early rather than late because unlike previous years, this year we'll have a hard cap at 1,000 and uh, we won't be making any extra terrain. We've got the 500 sets sitting in storage and that is how many people we have planned for. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, get one of those soon too that's all for now we hope to revert to our sort of usual semi-regular content coming up sometime soon it's been a bit manic over here at UKTC HQ with Warhammer Fest going on and some other bits and bobs that we've been um, having to focus attention on so hopefully back to status quo we'll try and get a few episodes out before and post Birmingham and of course we have a number of events currently on sale Birmingham as I've mentioned but we also have the London open the london open was a massive success back in april which you know blew my mind that so many people wanted to come that did over 200 across a variety of different game systems and the 40k event i think started with about 180 players so that is back in july that's 15th to 16th of july um if games workshops uh, release schedule from previous editions is anything to go by we expect that to be 10th edition and that would be the first large-scale event in the world probably running 10th edition and then of course in august we also have the lead super major which has space for up to 500 and that will be the first massive super major of 10th edition so we hope to see you at an event sometime soon for 40k you can get all your tickets still from warhammer-tournamentsforge.com forward slash shop and for all other game systems head on over to www.uktc.events we hope to see you at an event sometime soon and have a great day thank you for tuning in to what's happening in 40k we hope you've enjoyed the show we'd also really appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and recommending us to all your gaming buddies and of course don't forget to subscribe for more great content from what's happening in 40k We'll be back next time with even more news, updates, and opinions from the world of Warhammer 40,000. Until next time, thanks for listening.